Second scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 17. Hear God's word for us today. As Jesus continued on towards Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. The word of the Lord. So a couple Sundays ago on Stewardship Sunday, I preached about how every gift, everything that we have, everything that we are is a gift from God. And God is the source. Last week, we had our baptisms, which reminded us about our true identity, that our identity isn't based upon what we do for a living, not based upon what we have, not based upon what people say about us. No, our true identity is what God says about us, that we are beloved sons and daughters of God, that we are a part of God's family. And so if everything we have and everything that we are is a gracious gift from God, and there's nothing that we can say or do to earn it or change it, then what should be our response? What should we do? It begins with gratitude. And that's what I want to talk about on this Sunday before Thanksgiving, is gratitude. Gratitude is a choice. Gratitude is a mindset. Here's what I mean. Uh, before being a pastor, uh, our family, we went to a small neighborhood church. And I just wasn't a huge fan of the congregation. Uh, didn't get much out of worship. Didn't get much out of the sermons. Didn't really enjoy the interactions with the people after and so there would be some times where I would go to a different church that was had more contemporary worship. Uh, and so I'm on the side, I'm going and starting to take these seminary classes. And I'm starting to ask questions about ordination. What would it look like to become ordained? And this neighborhood pastor, he reached out to me. He met with me. He said, you should meet with our session. So I met with their session and they listened and they supported me and they encouraged me. And I started to become more grateful for this congregation. And wouldn't you know it, that pastor's sermons got so much better. Their worship became so much more vibrant. Their uh, interactions, the fellowship with the people after church, so much more enjoyable and engaging and their community outreach efforts. I just wanted to be a part of it. It was so uplifting and so inspiring. 
It was amazing how much that church changed in such little time. Amelia would be laughing if she were here. She's picking up a couple of our uh, high schoolers up at Johnsonburg uh, because she would know that nothing about that church changed except for my mindset. My sense of gratitude for this small congregation. Now, here's one thing that I learned about that is gratitude doesn't necessarily change what's being done all around you. It changes the perception of how you're experiencing life all around you. When we are grateful, we tend to focus on all that we have. When we are ungrateful, we tend to place our focus on all the things we don't have. Gratitude begins when we are able to open our eyes to the countless miracles that God is performing every single day. And verse 15 tells us that when he saw that he was healed, he ran back to Jesus. In Greek, the grammar, the emphasis of the sentence is on the verb to see. This man was having an awakening of sorts. His eyes of faith were opened. He begins to see life in a new and different way. His perspective gets transformed. And so the first step towards being grateful people is to simply become aware of the miracle of life that is going on all around us. To look at life with eyes of wonder to gain a new and fresh perspective. Now, we may look at those other nine and think to ourselves, wow, how ungrateful they are. They didn't go back and thank Jesus at all. But if we're honest with ourselves, we could probably ask ourselves the very same question. There are countless miracles that are going on all around us. And sometimes we fail to recognize them or appreciate them as well. Listen to what Eugene Peterson said. The assumption of spirituality is that God is always doing something before I know it. So the task is not to get God to do something I think needs to be done, but to become aware of what God is doing so that I can respond to it and participate and take delight in it. God's at work. God is doing something all the time. And it is gratitude that helps us to see it. It's gratitude that helps us to experience it and to live into it. And so there are a couple ways that I want to talk about how we can be more grateful. The first is to simply slow down. Slow down our lives enough to observe and to take in the miracle of God's creation. It's happening right before our very eyes, but sometimes we're so hurried. We're running around so quickly. We're so in such a fast pace that we rush right by the gifts that God is giving to us. Gratitude takes time. 
Gratitude gives us time. Because as we take time to slow down, we begin to recognize all that God is doing. It allows time for reflection. The story that we have before us about ten lepers, the other nine just rushed on with their lives. They were so overwhelmed with their gift of healing that they forgot to thank the giver. Is your life moving so fast that you are failing to see the miracles that are going on all around you? I hope this week that you have an opportunity to slow down, to get on that Columbia Trail, to hike up around Mount Schoolies Park, to get some warm clothes on and take in a beautiful sunset. To enjoy time with your spouse and your partner and your kids and your grandkids and your family members and your friends. Enjoy those conversations. Enjoy a good book by the fireplace. Take the time to come tomorrow night to that Thanksgiving Day service. You know, side note, in terms of things to help us be grateful, sometimes taking certain things away helps us to appreciate them more. We weren't able to meet Long Valley Clergy Association for a couple of years. I'm not sure how long it's been since we've had a community service like this, how thankful I am that we get to participate in something like this again. Here's another reason why gratitude is important. Because it's good for you. Literally, your health and your well-being benefits you when you are more grateful. My grandma, as many of you know, passed away last year at the age of 100. She wasn't taking hardly any medication. She had lived a good, long life. What was her secret? Well, definitely her faith. She definitely lived a clean lifestyle. But there's more to it than that. I remember a few years ago when I was passing by and she still lived in that same old home that she had lived in for a long time. And she was suffering from macular degeneration. And so I'm sitting with her and she's in a recliner one morning and she's listening to an audio book. And as she's been doing for years, she's crocheting and she's making an Afghan that she uh, donates to the local hospital, and she'd been doing that for years. And she says to me, she says, Ryan, how many people do you know that can read a book and crochet at the same time? <laughs> I am so blessed. Here's a woman who had lost her husband over 20 years, who was losing her sight, who was losing her hearing. She never lost her sense of gratitude. Countless research has shown that gratitude rewires our brains so that we are happier, we are healthier, it reduces stress and anxiety, it helps with depression. When we practice gratitude, our bodies release oxytocin that expands blood vessels, that lowers our blood pressure, it protects our hearts, the physiological effects of gratitude deepens our relationships. 
It allows us to be more connected with one another. And so all of this results in a happier and healthier life. Now, gratitude is a popular buzzword going around in all circles of life. You can listen to a podcast or read a blog or read a self-help books and go to local home goods, you know, and right next to the live, laugh, love sign, there's probably one that says an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> so as I've mentioned, gratitude is good. But Christian gratitude is different. And here's what I mean. The difference between manifesting, you just send something out to the universe. But when we pray, we pray to God and we say, God, thank you for this food. Thank you for my health. Thank you for your provision and your protection in my life. You're doing it right now by being here by taking the time to worship and in your singing and your praises, you are saying, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing in my life and all around me. The distinction is vital because expressing gratitude to God deepens our relationship with him. It is not simply enough to open our eyes to the beauty of life, to enjoy a nice meal with a friend, we need to recognize from whom the good and beautiful gifts are coming from, and then to give thanks to the giver. That is different. Marianne Vincent once wrote that the atheist's most embarrassing moment is when he feels profoundly thankful for something, but can't find anyone to thank for it. In this story, the leper did not only see that he was healed, he recognized that his cleansing was an act of God. And so his thankfulness was brimming. He was overflowing with gratitude and he ran to Jesus and he fell on his knees and he praised him the top of his lungs. So not only did he focus on the gift, he also focused on the giver. If we experience the joy of the gift without thinking about the giver, we miss a golden opportunity to reconnect with God. Someone has said that the thankful person tastes joy twice. The first time they taste it when something happens. The second time they taste it when you express to God gratitude for it. Thanking God deepens our relationship with God. It helps us to get more in touch with God's grace and God's generous nature of who God truly is. And so if you want to draw closer to God, if you want to become more aware of God's presence in your daily life, not just on Sunday mornings, but at your work, at your school, when you're running around town, slow down. And start giving thanks to God for the many gifts that you see all around you. Slow down and say, thank you, God. You see, it's not simply enough to be aware of God's miracles. 
we must also take the time to say thank you to the giver. Listen to what Thomas Merton writes. To be grateful is to recognize the love of God in everything he has given us. And he has given us everything. Every breath we draw is a gift of his love. Every moment of existence is a grace, for it brings with it immense graces from him. Gratitude, therefore, takes nothing for granted, is never unresponsive, is constantly awakening to the new wonder and to praise of the goodness of God. For the grateful person knows that God is good, not in hearsay, but by experience. See the difference? Developing a mindset of gratitude to the giver will make a tremendous difference in our lives. It'll strengthen our relationship with God. It will bring you joy. It'll help you get in touch with God's love. It'll produce contentment in your life. And it is at the heart of experiencing life at its very fullest. Amen.